This is Stefan from Player One. We are here with Fabian Malabello. He is an award-winning music supervisor, and he's also director of the video game audio company The Other World Agency, and also Boss Battle Records, and is also a guest lecturer at Berkeley College in Boston. Fabian, welcome to Player One. Hi, nice to be here. Thank you. So we're in high school right now. So what? If, what? What if? Um, what's your role in high school? So I've just come on as more of like an industry consultant uh, as far as helping uh, people at Apple Amcos, who've done a fantastic job, by the way, um, help them to uh, connect with the particular speakers and delegates here and just advise on, you know, who, who should be involved in building the team and all this, the schedule. My, my role over time has uh, kind of taken has kind of reduced because Apra Amcos have started to really understand the video game industry. So I think I've, I've done my job now and now they can kind of take the reins, which is fantastic. So can you tell us about Boss Battle Records? Yeah, so Boss Battle Records is a video game music uh, distribution um, label. So we primarily distribute uh, video game soundtracks, or market video game soundtracks. Uh, we've worked with companies from... You know, all over the world, composers uh, based in Australia, New Zealand, uh, Germany, America. It's yeah, a global thing, but it's a small operation. It's just you know something that needs to happen though, because there aren't that many video game music record labels around. I think we've got maybe a dozen in the world that are you know quite known. And will be your other one, which is Other World Agency. Yeah, so the Other World Agency is a video game audio agency. So we'll handle all the music composition, the sound design, voice acting, audio implementation. Um, we work with over 40 composers and sound designers and such around the world. Uh, we've worked on over 60 video games. We've worked with um, Metal Gear Solid Five, Pac-Man. Um, we've worked on a bunch of virtual reality things with like Honda and IBM. Yeah, it's all over the, all over the place. So why um, did you start these organizations? <laughs> Dumb luck. So like Otherworld started just as a bit of a fluke. I have been dabbling in different music businesses for a while, failed at too many you know, businesses, and uh, started up what was meant to be a music publishing company. Um, the first email that I got was somebody asking if we could do original video game music for a, a local game. It was small. Um, I thought, hey, that sounds really cool. I love video games. I've been a video gamer since I was um, a kid, like maybe six or seven years old. Uh, we picked up an original Nintendo at a garage sale, and I've been hooked since. But um, yeah, so I thought that'd be cool. Uh, and then I had recently met a composer that would do the perfect music for it, you know. And so I connected them. I helped supervise the whole process. It wasn't the best paying job but it was fun and the light kind of flickered on at that point where I was just like hey this is an opportunity so I started doing the agency instead of the music publishing company and um, in 2015 we properly founded and uh, yeah it just ended up kind of taking off from there awesome um, so let's just talk about Melbourne International Games Week which of course is this week High score is one of the first events. Mm. Um, so you, you're you're in Melbourne uh, for the rest of the week, I presume. So can you tell us what you've got going on? Yeah, so I actually live in Melbourne now. I used to live oh. in Perth, but um, mm. yeah, I've since moved over with my fiance, and uh, we have a pup here now, so we're we're pretty happy oh. to call this place home. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so Melbourne International Games Week is a very big week because it's nine days. <laughs> yes, yes. But um, yeah, so high score, uh, it, it was one of those things that wasn't going to be part of Games Week and it just made so much sense to join it together. So everyone got together and they, they agreed, yep, yeah, let's make this the beginning of it all. And uh, it's, it's a fantastic way to start off the week. The, the rest of the conferences and conventions are... Game Connect Asia Pacific, which is the big Australian and New Zealand game development uh, conference, and we get people from all over the world coming to it. And the it goes from Monday to Wednesday. Then on Friday we have PAX Australia, which is like seventy-seven thousand people converging on the convention center, and it's just video games everywhere. You know, like the the sign at PAX just says "Welcome Home," and it has that vibe. There's all these people that just walk in there and go. Yes, I'm around my people, you know, my people and my games, and you get to play all the, the new things coming out. Um, there are, like, chill-out areas. There's a lot of entertainment. There are concerts. There's all of that sort of stuff, you know. It's it's a big three-day event. It's and what's, what's your presence uh, going to be? So we're doing a concert uh, on the Friday at PAX. It's an orchestral concert. We have uh, the original composer of Mega Man in town, um, thanks to Apra Amcos bringing them here. And she's going to be presenting the Mega Man Symphony. So we've got a uh, yeah, symphonic concert for Mega Man uh, number one. And then we also have Underscore, which is the Australian video game uh, symphonic concert. So we're going to be showing off, I mean, sorry, showcasing uh, music from Florence, from Hollow Knight, from games like Agent A, A Puzzle in Disguise. We're also going to have a Ring of Pain, which hasn't come out yet, but it is a phenomenal game uh, being composed by Belinda Coombs and it's like a horror thriller kind of thing so it should be a little bit of fun going between like really sweet music to scary music to just epic you know hollow night music so yeah that's going to be happening on the Friday between 7pm to 8pm if you were attending PAX definitely do that awesome and we, we actually did an interview with Belinda Coombs not that long ago oh, cool. so go if you're listening to this on podcast uh, go check, check that interview out um Awesome. And uh, what about you as a musician? Do you have anything uh, that we can check out? Um, so I actually started out as a composer for short films when I was 12. I've been doing it for a while, but I've taken a back foot with... Um, back set? Back foot? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, with, with music composition, I primarily play for myself now. I figured out that I'm just better at the business of music than actually doing music myself. And I just surround myself with people who are phenomenal musicians and composers and producers to the point where it's like, yeah, I can't ever meet that. You know, <laughs> they're just, they dwarf me in, uh, in skill. So it's just nice to be surrounded by, you know, people who are really, really good at making music as well. And um, I get to hear new stuff all the time. Part of my job is like, you know, doing the feedback process, making sure that I help um, curate uh, the, the game soundtracks with them and uh, help them to like really get into the mindset of what the player wants to be feeling or should be feeling, you know, according to what the game design is or the pacing of the game, that sort of stuff. Uh, and I get a lot of creative fulfillment out of that. So I haven't needed to create music for games myself because I'm always involved in the process anyway. Yeah. Have you noticed any differences between the game scenes in Australia and in the US? If you've had chance Yeah. I mean, look, games industry in the States is booming. Like they're, they're probably like a third of the video game industry. Um, well, between the States and Canada, I'd say 
lot of companies there. Um, Australia is relatively young with its game development industry because um, we were pretty heavily affected by the global financial crisis. So in 2008, I believe, or it was like between 2008 to 2009, a lot of studios shut down uh, in Australia. We had some of the big uh, companies, like big publishers in games, had their studios in Australia for like development teams because it was a very, you know, it was economically viable at that point global financial crisis happened and they pulled out all the studios it left a lot of these veteran game developers just kind of stranded there to like basically go to other countries to pick up work or they founded their own studios smaller studios and at the time the app store came out so we saw this whole boom in mobile gaming and we had companies like half brick here who made a fruit a fruit ninja yeah, and such and it's just like yeah yeah all of that and it's just like it took off so because of that we saw a lot of indie game studios start to, you know, uh, break out and with some really cool games. Uh, but because of that, you know, we've only really got about 10 years of industry uh, culture that has developed in Australia, like the, the new indie game development culture that is. And I guess it's kind of the same in other countries at the same time, but it is a little bit different because, you know, we, it was a bit of a changing of the guard. We still have a lot of the, um, you know, the veteran developers with us as well. And it is indicative in the game design that we have, you know, coming out of Australia because we're making some really, really nice games. Well, thanks, Fabian, for joining us on Playbook today. No worries. Thank you.